0: morning this is the march 7th episode of the daily wrestling news show where we're on a mission to teach learn and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone who wants to join us i'm john and on today's episode we're talking about what future wwe hall of famer made his tv debut on this day in 1999 some wrestling debuts are unforgettable Chris Jericho's Millennium Countdown and verbal sparring match with The Rock is often mentioned as the best. Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer coming over the barricade to kick off the 2001 invasion is one of my personal favorite moments in wrestling history. But neither of those cases were true debuts. Undertaker's debut at the 1990 Survivor Series is very memorable because seeing the dead man for the first time was most definitely something to behold. Keeping it in the family, when Kane ripped the door off of Hell in a Cell, you were guaranteed not to forget that moment. But some debuts are far less spectacular, to the point that you might find yourself saying, oh yeah, that's right, when you stumble across it years later. So who made their TV debut under slightly less memorable circumstances on this day in wrestling history, March 7th, 1999? In March of 99, the WWF was white-hot. Just weeks from WrestleMania 15, where The Rock would defend the WWF title against Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock himself would kick off an edition of Sunday Night Heat. This was not exactly typical for a Heat broadcast, not even one preceding a pay-per-view, which this was not. He had some choice words for Stone Cold, then some more for Paul White, but no one came out to get in his face so we move right along. The Acolytes then beat the holy hell out of the public enemy, as Kevin Kelly and Terry Taylor call the action. Okay, this feels more like a heat broadcast. I know these guys weren't liked backstage, but Christ on a pony, these boys have families. Anywho. Later on in the evening, Tiger Ali Singh makes his way to the ring, as Taylor and Kelly discuss some of the degrading acts he's been able to make audience members do for cold, hard cash. Tonight, The price tag is $500, and the challenge is to find someone willing to blow their nose into the American flag. But on this particular evening, Singh doesn't leave the offer open to just anyone in Pittsburgh's Civic Arena. No, tonight he knows there's someone special in the crowd. And it doesn't take the cameras long to find a short-haired Karen seated next to 1996 Olympic gold medalist and Pittsburgh's own Kurt Angle. Singh directed the offer specifically to Angle, who was seated in the front row with his back to the hard cam. The 30-year-old Olympian, sporting jeans and a simple black tee, with even less of a neck than I remember, slowly makes his way over the barricade and into the ring. His initial response to Singh is a blunt, no chance. But this is professional wrestling, so of course there's not a snowball's chance in hell. Singh is going to accept that on the first try. Singh knows that Americans are all about our greed, and he's got plenty of green with which to exploit it. So the second offer jumps to $2,000. Angle again fails to respond in the affirmative, telling Singh to quote-unquote forget about it. Singh is done playing with a peasant and jumps to ten times the initial offer. That's $5,000 cash. Angle cracks a sly grin and says, okay i'll do it as soon as angle lays his hands on the stars and stripes Singh turns to the crowd to gloat but angle makes a few extra steps and picks up the indian flag and proceeds to clear his sinuses into it instead Singh turns around just in time to catch kurt in the act grabs old glory by its six foot wooden pole and cracks angle with it he then drops the flag and dares angle to get back to his feet putting up his Dukes like a vaudeville strongman. Angle gets up, and the moment Singh advances a step, the Olympian grabs him with a bear hug, pops those gold medal hips, and sends the 6'5", 270-plus pound Indian ass-over tea kettle with a pretty belly-to-belly overhead throw. Singh makes another charge at Angle, and with nice rotation, gets taken over with a short power slam that sends him rolling under the bottom rope, and to the safety of the arena floor. Singh had enough and backs up the ramp as Angle hits the second buckle in the corner to pump his fist in the air to the crowd as we go to commercial. And that, my fellow wrestling fans, is how the WWF audience at large was introduced to Kurt Angle on this day in wrestling history, March 7th, 1999. In truth, Angle had been in the WWF developmental system since signing with the company in August of 98. But even before that, he got a rather memorable introduction to the professional wrestling world when fellow Pittsburgh native Shane Douglas convinced him to attend an ECW show in October of 96. The show would be known by the title High Incident, a reference to the insane scaffold match between Tommy Dreamer and Brian Lee that headlined the card. I don't think Kurt even had a chance to be horrified by that match, though, because I'm pretty sure that the Christian angle left the building in disgust after Raven and his flock crucified the Sandman, complete with a crown of barbed wire thorns and a real wooden cross earlier in the show. They do say timing is everything, after all. No wonder it would take Angle another two years before returning calls to Vince McMahon. Well, that's our show for today. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Learn more at com. This episode was written by John DeConte. Subscribe to The Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in The Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group.